Warning, some members of this podcast have been known for gratuitous use of the F word. If the F word is something that offends you, fuck it, let's do this. Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug. Sunday, September 12th, 2021. Greetings to all you friendly, fanatical foosball fans out there. Yes. Kickoff today. NFL. We really don't give a fuck. But I do. My Dolphins did win. Yeah. My and cards. so did your Cardinals. Oh, yeah. Yes. They uh, performed a nice little ass raping and I know, on the Titans. I know Jim's not very happy <laughs> with his team, but you know. <laughs> no, no, I knew exactly what I was going to get from Jim today on that one, where it's like, uh, win or lose, who gives a shit? Just give me a, n- a new quarterback, a new everything, and just, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, I don't even care about my team. Um, it's my fantasy team that I care about. There you go. And what a fucking roller coaster. I was reminded why, yet again, I hate the fucking NFL, is um, a lot of teams won today that had no business winning. And you can't even get them right in your dreams. No. No. <laughs> no. Pre-kickoff today, I had a 70% chance of winning against whoever I was up against. Right. And there was even a point today where I was like 90% chance of winning because everything was going well. And then... 20 minutes later, I had a 5% chance of winning. Mm. It completely flipped. Thank because, you, Tannehill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I should have started Kirk Cousins. No. Uh, who would have <laughs> thunk it? Who would have thunk it? I thought for sure, oh, the Titans, you know, with their MVP running back and uh, A.J. Brown and now the addition of Julio Jones, that would be a formidable offense. You would think. Yeah, but no, because... The NFL is full of fucking parody. It just gets off on parody. It's like, oh, I bet you didn't think the Saints were going to just completely ass rape the Packers <laughs> after yeah, we move was... them out of their own stadium, make them play outdoors where, you know, they don't have any fucking fans. Yeah, Isn't the ass raping the Packers kind of redundant? Well, that's why I thought that the Packers would be the ones doing the packing because yes. they are the Packers. Yes. They're not the Packies. Yeah. But, oh, uh, Packy. Did I say Packy? Ooh, yeah, oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> did. Sorry. Oh, well. I, but did. no, I yeah, didn't I, mean it that way. I, uh, I, I, I further don't like the NFL. I just don't. Like, even like going through the, the, the available players in this fantasy bullshit, which the only reason why I do fantasy is it's the only way for me to actually give a fuck about NFL. But I'm looking through the players, and I'm like, I mean, I remember that name, and it's like, oh, yeah, that dude's not even on an active roster. Like, uh, they're old news. I'm like, but he got like 1,500 yards two years ago. It's like, <laughs> two years. <laughs> Where, who the fuck are you? It's like the amount you got to keep up with everything, and it's just like everybody's doing the same shit. Everybody's got running back by committee. Everybody's doing short little dump-off passes to loose zone coverage, and then uh, it's just it's not interesting. It's either that or they're just bombing it and – Guys are either catching and pa- uh, pass interference or they're wide the fuck open. There's nothing in between. Yeah, at this point, I mean, I think commentators are just closing their eyes and pointing as far as figuring out who's going to win. Still, I mean, the Cardinals were an underdog today. Too much, too much trading going on, dude. Yeah, that's what it is. That's true it's story. Too, way, way too much trading. I know, because it's like, wait, it's, that guy was on this team last year, yeah. but now he's on this team. And, and then next year he'll be on another guys. team. <laughs> and it's like there's, there's nothing 
there's 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 no continuity that, and there there's my argument for fucking free agency right there it's it is ruined the game it fucking ruined the game yeah and we're seeing it progressively get worse every fucking year ever since it happened to so, me the nfl is no different than the nba players will groove up together go to another team uh it the, the scoring is like it I, I just don't see like the whole idea that after the game players exchange jerseys with their buddies on the other right. side and it's like, Hey man, my contract is up next year. You know, put in a good word for me, bro. That, that, it's that's, like, no, that's why players like you look at like Barry Sanders and Walter Payton and all these guys that stayed with their team, mm-hmm. you know, went, they, went uh, down way with more, the ship. way more, admirable than in admirable i guess is the word yeah. than mm-hmm. than any of the shit that goes on today yeah I'd, you know I'd, nobody i'd rather build a team over time yeah to where it's like okay our left guard is going to be our left guard for the next five fucking years and then we'll get a right guard next right. year and he'll be with us for the next six years our quarterback's already been with us for five and so he's coming into his prime uh, running backs phasing out. Okay, we'll get a new running back, but right. not all this. Like we're gonna blow up the whole thing and have an entirely new team next year. Yep. And if it doesn't work, we'll fire the coach and the entire fucking staff, yep. and, and get, then bring somebody in yep. to do the whole like all over again. I know it's crazy. It's mind numbing. It like, is. You know, I watched a a seven part series. It's on YouTube. In fact, I got to look it up because I got to give this thing a shout out. It's fucking beautifully done. Uh, the YouTube channel is called Secret Base. And they just do deep dive breakdowns of uh, things that involve stats, which normally I would never fucking pay attention to. Sounds boring as fuck. But oh, yeah. they add clips of games. They add sound bites. They integrate it all in, and they build up a, an entire timeline. And uh, if you look up Secret Base and go to playlists, their top playlist is the history of the Atlanta Falcons. And I guess they also, this is from their show called Dork Town. And it's wonderfully done. If anybody, if any Falcon fan out there and, you know, that, that listens to us in the regional Southeast, uh, that hasn't seen it, go check it out. It's one of the best histories all put together. I mean, it's literally like 10 hours long. So, you know, carve out a weekend. Yeah. 10, 10 hours. It's seven parts. Jesus And each one is like an hour to an hour and a 45 minutes. Wow. Dude, every you time you recommend a documentary to me, I'm like, okay, how many days is this going to take me, for me to watch? It's like the last one was like, oh, dude, don't worry about it. It's only five hours long. I'm like, Gee, what the? No, I'm not watching it. Yeah, which is hilarious to me. <laughs> it's a miniseries. Because it's like, how many days have you sat down and watched two movies back to back? Oh, all the time. Right. Oh, of well, course. There you go. Or watched a season yeah. of fucking whatever. Yeah. Lost. I don't know. Or what played, a, played a video know. game. You've. Yeah. You for sure have sat down and played one video game for five hours. Oh, miraculous. I'd rather be entertained. <laughs> like I said, it's not for everybody. But uh, if you're into that shit, it's out there. Sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you about it. Well, it's entertaining to Jim. There you go. That's all that matters. So, fuck everybody else. No, 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 I, hey, I can, I can be entertained by it. I have to be in a certain mood. Well, if you're being stupid, informed, yeah. you know. It's yeah. not nine straight hours, by the way. Like I said, it's yeah. a seven-part thing. Yeah, there you go. You can watch one. broken and, up yeah. in like an hour chunk, hour and a half here, hour and 45 there. It's literally, you can watch it before you leave the house, like when you wake up in the morning. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've been, and, I've been doing you, that with a, a one-part thing that they have on YouTube of 
uh, the history of Van Halen on Howard Stern. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have, have seen that or not. It's like no. four hours and and like 30 or 40 minutes long. Yeah. And I just write down where I <laughs> where I left off, you know? Yeah. Okay, I'm at 51 minutes. Okay, so I know to go to 51 minutes next mm-hmm. time. So. so, like, for me, like, when I go to a concert, if they only perform for an hour, I feel gypped. Sure. Right. If they perform for two, I'm like, I mean, okay. Yeah. But if they go for three, I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. But if, you know, I said, hey, there's this thing, it's three hours. Oh, God. How dare you? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I do have to admit, I mean, my favorite movie of all time is four hours long. So. Yeah. So what is I it? don't know what the fuck you're. <laughs> what is that? Dude? Okay. Lord uh, of the Rings. Or no, no, it's some weird right. shit. All it right. is. It's a Japanese. I think it's Japanese movie called uh, Love Exposure. Oh. Yeah. It should be called uh, Radiation Exposure. <laughs> no, the, the title card does not show up in this movie right. until the one hour mark. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. That's how long the fucking movie is, huh? Yeah. You could already been done with like one and a half parts of this Falcon thing. You get an hour preview. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Before before you even know what movie you're watching. What the fucking title is. (laughs) (laughs) An hour in and they give you the title. Wow. Yeah. Just to let you know, Doug, you may have to uh, mute me at some point during the episode because I may start snoring. Why? What's going on? You okay? Did you Mm -hmm. fall and... Hit your and, head and hit your hit the other side of your ass and like you can't lay down or <laughs> what are we? What are we yeah, have here? you fallen yet? I have not fallen. Okay, although uh, I mean, Burgerfy tried to you know ruin that streak. Okay, have you ever? I mean, <laughs> what is wrong with their floors? Every time I walk in that place, I'm like, okay, I've got to watch where I'm stepping because I nearly slip every other step. Yeah, it's all that fry grease. Yeah, I th- I think if we ever start a Patreon. The first thing we're going to do with that money is buy you shoes with good grip. No, dude, I have great. I've, I've got shoes with great grip. Th- there's something about that floor. I swear to God. I, I worked in a warehouse I and I never slipped on that floor. And it's a slippery ass floor. But the <laughs> Burger Five for, floor, for whatever reason, is just formidable in you a hear, way. You hear that, Burger Five? I see a lawsuit coming. See, I've seen that. Someone's going to fall. Well, they deserve to get fucked anyways for overpriced burgers. Ooh. That okay. place, I, I don't understand the the peop, how people like that place. I don't understand I, how burgers people, are shit. Well, I don't understand how people pay fucking $8 for a McDonald's combo now. I don't, you know, if you're going to do that, you might as well go, go to Burger, to Burger Fi. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's better than McDonald's. Oh, hell yeah. There's a lot of those places. Ish. Like, I mean... I think we can all be honest with ourselves and say BurgerFi is a lot fucking better than McDonald's. Yes, I don't yeah. think that's really that controversial. That's not big of a. That's not that big of a stretch. Like Five Guys, Steak or uh, Shake Shack, Red Robin, Red Robin, BurgerFi. There's this whole gourmet hamburger uh, fiasco. To me, is ridiculous. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're it, everywhere. It's for city folk that don't know how to grill a fucking burger. Yeah, because I remember the first time I had a Five Guys burger and i'm not saying these burgers are bad right they just taste exactly like what i can already do at home right and that that was my very first thought when i had a five guys burger and i was like oh this is a really good burger it reminds me of every hamburger i've ever had <laughs> in my house. Right. like they nailed it <laughs> they nailed but you know it's like oh well uh, our burgers are only like six dollars and it's like cool sign me up well, do you want mayo with that? I'm like, well, yeah, 
Do you want mustard? Fuck yeah. Do you want lettuce and tomato and pickle? I'm like, yes, yes, and yes. Why are you asking me all these questions? Right. And they're like, oh, well, now it's $17. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. What? What the fuck? I thought you asked me if I wanted a burger. And they're like, well, yeah, that's just a bun and a thing of meat. You, you know, one yeah. of the best, one of the best home cooked burgers I've ever had was a buddy of mine in North Carolina. His mom, we were outside working one day and she come up and she said, you want a dough burger? I'm like, what the fuck is a dough burger? I asked my buddy. I'm like, he goes, oh man, you're going to love this shit. And I'm like, all right. And it's crackers. She mixes, she takes saltine crackers and crushes them up and mixes them in the hamburger meat when she cooks it. Oh, basically oh breadcrumbs. God. Yeah. Huh. Dude, that shit is awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. I would imagine there's probably a tolerance level where if you go over that, they would be horrible <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah yeah probably it probably is but it was it was very good man there's, it was there's, like, i would imagine there's a fine line where too little it's like why did i waste the time right and then and too, and too the much other, is holy shit what was that it's like you're talking and it's just crumbs coming <laughs> yeah, right, out. Like, right, right. Yeah, it's yeah, a little yeah. dry yeah, <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Dude, no, the best burger i've ever had was um when i lived in oregon there was a butcher shop literally you know, less than a mile. They allow from, those there? Oh, yeah. Ooh, wow. I know. I know. It's progressive, progressive for them. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> they had uh, ground beef with like 25% bacon just mixed within the, the chuck. Right. Oh, dude. That's the most juicy burger I've ever made in my life. Made a half, big, huge half-pound patty. Dear God, I never wanted to finish that burger. So, speaking of bacon... Uh, we're obviously on food talk. Fuck it. Let's go there. Sure. Cause I'm planning on going back out of town like I did last September to go hurl my body down one of the most dangerous rivers in the Eastern part of the United States and West Virginia. And maybe your boys will be there again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I reached out to them. Uh, our, our fair compadres up in Ohio and the, I don't, th- I don't think they're going to make it. So I've been in discussions with my buddy about this, like, okay, who's bringing what? I, I can, I got this, I'll bring this, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I was like, by the way, the best way to make sure that you have a good time on a camping trip is you cook your own food. You're not sure. like beholden on the resort or a neighbor to have whatever. You That way you get to make everything the way that you want it. Right. And so we started making like menu items like, all right. Fuck it, Reese is bringing a smoker. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm saying. Well, you said he's getting an RV, right? Yeah, he's bringing an RV. Yeah, he's got it. a full kitchen. Oh, man, we're yeah. Gonna, you guys gonna... will be, yeah, you'll be fucking, <laughs> you'll be living large. Dude, I'm going to come back with like an extra 15 pounds. Yeah, right. But um, my buddy that uh, that's basically ringleading this, he was like, oh, dude, have you had, and I forget the name of it, like I'm just going to call it bacon toast. And I was like, what the fuck is that? He's like, okay, so what we do is we, we cook up bacon like like normal, no right. no weirdness. You save the grease, and then you, like French toast, like treat the grease like eggs, and you just fucking make toast in the bacon grease. Oh, nice. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> ugh. Like immediately, I'm like, oh. He's like, dude, you take that, and then you take the eggs and the bacon and whatever else and hash browns, you make a sandwich out of it. He's like, dude. It'll 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 make you see God. Yes, yeah. <laughs> sounds like a hangover cure. That's sounds like a, sounds like a heart attack. Heart yes. attack. Getting ready to. And, huh? this, and this is what he wants to feed everybody. Yeah. The, the like an hour before we hit the river. I'm <laughs> like, dude, you, you know, you can't shit. You cannot take a shit when you're in a wetsuit. Yeah. 
Uh, you well, have, you could, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, will, it would be a visual representation of my falcons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sitting in a wetsuit. <laughs> but he was, he was telling me this. He's like, yeah, man, there's this guy I go uh, bird hunting, duck hunting or whatever with, and... Uh, and and we'll make this shit before we go into the blind. He's like, and I put a little pocket, you know, put it, take it with me. And when I start to get a little hungry, I just pull out a little piece of bread and fucking nibble on it. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, and it's so like greasy that like it like it's like chapstick. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh god, man, oh my god, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, first of all, if I eat that. It's going to go right through me. Like chapstick. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, I'm already saying no. Yeah. I don't yeah, want yeah. this bacon toast. Right, like, right. fuck off. Right. Fuck out of here with that shit. Because like you said, yeah, heart attack yeah. for sure. Yeah. But if you eat that and then throw on, on a, a wetsuit oh, yeah. and then go down a very bouncy fucking throwing you all over the goddamn place, You're possibly sit on life-threatening, yourself. yeah, put yourself in life-threatening situations, dude. You're going to sit on yourself. Yeah. You're going to have a full chapstick yes. in your ass. Oh, that'd be great. Just watching somebody come out of the water with a wet suit on and a spare tire hanging off their ass. Dude, <laughs> it's going to be fucking hilarious because there's <laughs> there's only going to be one dry part on you because <laughs> water's just going to be repelled and it's going to be right on your ass. <laughs> oh. Where bacon grease came out. I don't know. So uh, pray for me in two weeks yeah. that mm-hmm. uh, hey, I don't die on the river or eat bacon toast. I will come back with a full field report, though. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I got a feeling. Well, Reese is going to be weird. there. It's going to, yeah. You're going to have a field report. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. We got a lot of big plans. Uh, we're overprepared, and uh, we're probably going to underdeliver. And um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with myself. But it's one weekend I don't have to watch the Falcons. So that is good enough for me. I hear you. Plus side. <laughs> yeah. I know, uh, you know, we, I think we promised, you know, more of a nine 11 centric episode this week. And I, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Right, so like-, like a couple of weeks ago, nine 11 came up and it, well, it was, this week- it was in two, it was in connection with Afghanistan. And we talked about the whole, like, you know, what we thought we should have been doing there, blah, blah, blah. And how it started with nine 11, and then I was like, yeah, well, maybe we shouldn't talk about 9-11 because, you know, the 20th anniversary is coming up. Uh, but I'll be honest, I don't I don't give a flying fuck about 9-11. Um, I had an ass full of it yesterday on TV. Like any sporting event you watched, any college football game, baseball game, Doug's favorite. Um, they had like an entire fucking like just, which I understand, 20 years, you're going to do something. Sure. Um, oh, it's going to be like Pearl Harbor, man, you know? Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to turn into that eventually. Now, I didn't... I didn't say I just turned my TV off and went about my business. Like I, I watched the shit. I uh, history, discovery. They had all these, and anytime there's something new, I, I see it the same way as like Shark Week, where like when Shark Week first came out, everybody's like, "Dude, are you, are you watching Shark Week? It's fucking insane." Yeah, and then and what they do every, every year is they they show everything they showed the year before, and then they add like one new if show. That. There's or, been mm, there's been yeah. years and years and years, and maybe they do, yeah. but it get it just gets so long that you gotta yeah. wait like until the third until the, day. Yeah. To finally see whatever see the new thing new, is. New it's kind of like yep. a Rona's movie where you got to wait an hour just to know what the fuck you're watching. Yeah, yeah exactly. Same so it's like, oh, it's that same scene where the dudes on the the seal cut out or like the the little neoprene seal right. outline and the fucking great white hits it off the off the Cape of South Africa. It's like, I've seen this every fucking year. Yeah. Same thing with 9-11 coverage. For years, for like the first 10 years, everything they would ever show about it, it's like, uh, I've already seen this. Like, there is there a new angle 
that we could talk about this and and then it seems like for like the last 10 years they just really haven't shown anything like 9-11 would come and go and they're like oh yeah by the way uh, you know salute and all that right but this year they tried to do it up big so i I can't remember if it was history or discovery because i was flipping back and forth they had a four-hour special like i survived 9-11 and i know you're thinking jesus christ jim do you watch anything under four hours (laughs) no hbo's got one going now yeah, I mean, so there's a lot of if you if you want your 9/11 fix and you're you're let down that we're not going to provide it to you, uh, just turn on your TV. It's fucking everywhere. Oh yeah, Netflix. I think just released their like 9/11 turning points or whatever. Yeah, well, and I'm, Spike Lee did one for HBO. Yeah, and I was watching it. You know, before we started this, I mean, uh, shit, I watched it for two and a half hours, and it's still not over. It's still going on. I'm not gonna lie. I can watch 9/11 shit like. Like I said, it's like Shark Week to me. Anything you got, I'll watch it. Right. I'll watch it. Live it's ultra or- interesting. Oh, I'm, yeah. Yeah. It's not that it's not interesting, and it's not that it's not tragic and all of uh, all of that balled in together. Mm-hmm. It's just when you, it's like Jim Jim's saying, once you've seen everything that you've seen in the past 20 years, there's nothing new to Sure. To come out of that, you know? Yeah. And all it all it really is is just a reminder, hey, this happened. Correct. You know, that's that's basically all it is. It's our generation's, you know, Kennedy assassination. Yeah. So it's one of the, I mean, it, you know, it meets in the middle with, you know, this, nos- I, I don't want to call it nostalgia necessarily, but I mean, Jesus, I mean, I don't remember much from college, but that part of it is very vivid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, it's one of those things where if you were alive for it and you were older than like 12, uh, you know where you were when Mm -hmm. you found out what was happening. And most everybody, at least that I've encountered, didn't find out like a day later. Right. Like everybody found out like either in between the first and second plane or right after the second plane. The the whole world. Oh, yeah. The whole world found out within that time, yeah you know, even I mean, if you slept in till 2 p.m you woke up and the first thing that you fucking heard about was yeah uh, what was going on right. in new york and dc and so there's not really much that can be said uh that hasn't already been said about it right like, and what i think what i wanted to do a couple of weeks ago was really like do a deep dive into the connections on how 9-11 came to be who was involved and how that is different than the narrative that we're led to believe. And it's super easy, especially now to just look back through rose colored glasses that, you know, we were attacked for no reason and everybody that responded is a hero. And every action that we took afterwards was justified because of that. Now I'm not here to say that, the terrorists were anything other than the shittiest type of human ever conceived and that they are the worst evil villains uh, ever. Like, I'm not here to say that they weren't any of that. And I'm also not going to sit here and say that every firefighter and and uh, police officer in New York that ran into those buildings weren't absolute utter heroes. I'm not going to say that they were not. This isn't about that. To me, that's already been said, so I don't even need to address that. Mm-hmm. My take on it more than anything is when I watch all that stuff, and I've seen the five-hour documentaries on it where they they show the relationships well before 
who was talking to who, who was fun funding what, and and then also debunking all of this like Alex Jones esque level of you know like the loose change documentary, which is full of horse shit, and all these all these kooks that are out there saying, oh, jet fuel can't melt steel beams though, so it it was a controlled demolition and building seven uh they they blew it up and but all this and it's like no no i don't think that they did no the plane in dc was was a real plane it it performed maneuvers that planes can perform and you know oh well, there was an affidavit about 86 or like 186 cameras and uh they only have that one angle of the pentagon it's like yeah 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 you're right but all of those cameras like over 99 percent of them were for new york 9-11 footage not dc so you're lumping every yeah. angle that that they have and you're 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 saying that uh they're covering something up because there's only that one shitty view uh from the side of the pentagon it's like well where do you think they put cameras at do you think they put cameras just staring at a wall no they put them at entry points passing and going they don't put them like on a random like if you go to walmart and you look at the security cameras they're going to have it at weak points they're not going to have a camera pointed at the side of a fucking wall on the side of the building it's just a unnecessary thing i will say this and this actually happened you can look it up dan rather found a security camera from a convenience store i believe it was that was across the interstate from the pentagon and got the only other view ever captured of the supposed plane going into the Pentagon and aired it and it got pulled and Dan rather wasn't on the news for the rest of the week after that happened. Yeah. There's a and, lot of that kind of shit. And, down. and I, and I will say this, I saw it. <laughs> I actually saw the video and I did not see a plane. People can say whatever they want to, but in that footage of that video, there was a flame mm-hmm. going into the Pentagon, mm. and planes don't have flames behind them. Missiles do, yeah. But but, but I'm and I'm not and I'm not d- diving in the conspiracy hole. I'm yeah. just saying that you can't tell me that that was the only view that the Pentagon had no, there, of that. I mean, there's, of that. There's, there's no way. It's not possible. Of all events, nine eleven is one of those that it's insanely understandable to have a lot of conspiracy right this isn't like a few a couple episodes ago where we're talking shit about flat earthers and all these other people this is legitimately understandable that people are going to have um you know just all these different scenarios rolling around their head because they're like anything else with the government just massive cover-up tons of stuff we don't know tons of stuff that you know, is contradictory. It, it's it's rife with the uh, it's the perfect scenario for conspiracy, basically. And, yeah. and I and I think the reason that they're doing the twenty year thing is the whole pullout of Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to remind people of why we went there to begin with, mm-hmm. and then you know they're trying now they're trying to say now we're. We're well, done there, well, you know. I so mean, we can like remind a, everybody well, of the lie that, that was yeah, told that's, that's to get us Joe, there. That's, <laughs> that's Joe's way of. It's uh, a, that's a, and I want to talk about this in a second, but I want to right. stay on. I want to stay on the thing that you mentioned. 
um about the the plane i don't know if many people remember 2001 but you didn't have 1080p or 4k right 60 frames a second right. security right. cams um there were plane parts found in the pentagon the hole in the pentagon was in the shape of a plane um there were other eyewitnesses that said yeah i fucking watched that plane go into that fucking building there's a black box there's human dna of the passengers that at least got on a plane that day in the pentagon so to me there's just far too much like regular standard evidence that supports like there doesn't need to be all of these larger than life explanations for something that just because it didn't happen before that day that it didn't happen that day um and from what i've seen because i'm down for getting in the mud with conspiracy theorist and you know oh well this guy took out a, a terrorism insurance at the world trade center you know just j- right before 9-11 and it's like okay cool how many other people already had that shit on the building and wouldn't it also make sense that you would get anti-terrorism insurance on a building that's already experienced terrorism yeah like multiple times like this isn't that big of a fucking stretch oh well this many people called out on work if you listen to how many people got on those planes they weren't even supposed to be on the planes or people that changed their flight to not be on that plane and they were supposed to be on that plane i think seth mcfarlane the family yeah, guy yeah he yeah. was supposed to be yeah he overslept in his hotel room but if you start looking at it like oh well there's this great reasoning why i wasn't on there because All there's right. this great inter yes you know, if you try to connect dots because the day itself was so bizarre which is fine, I, and I understand that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm down for going down the conspiracy rabbit hole because I, I think it's interesting, and every now and then they might stumble on something that'll make you think. But, you know, four planes went down that day with people on them that, uh, that aren't here anymore, and our government wildly overreacted. And, uh, and it continues to this day. Yeah, definitely. And whether or not, like, if you take all the planes out and say there weren't even planes there and it was controlled demolition and they killed a bunch of people... That sucks still just as bad as if terrorists did it. My problem is, is the, the reaction afterwards, right. much like the COVID thing. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there that don't think COVID's even real. And I'm like, those are the non-plain people. Those are the truthers, I guess, if you want to call them that. And right. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> the you're flat earthers. And I'm like, you are hurting the actual ability to discuss this in a reasonable and rational manner because you're too far away from just understanding reality. Like you're you're making it up to be this greater thing than it needs to be, um, because you're incapable of understanding that some pretty fucked up shit is always capable of have it, ha- happening, and just because you witnessed it, it doesn't have to be a great conspiracy to make you feel any more understanding of what happened. Like right. that. to me, I see wild conspiracy theories to just be the inability to understand and conceive reality. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it the you know that day was just so bizarre exactly for everyone yeah. for mm-hmm. everyone i yeah, mean it, nothing went it normally was, yeah no, <laughs> nothing 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 was uh, it was it was definitely bizarre from the whole was, norad you know running uh hijack drills drills that the was yeah, my big at thing. the same time yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. that the, was that was a bizarre timing thing i right. i don't but i've seen so many times and we've all seen these things so many times in normal life where it's like holy shit that's crazy like Man, if you would have, if I didn't know this, 
I would have said blank. People have said that forever. Whenever something wild happens, it's like, oh, well, dude, if I hadn't pulled off to go to Burger King or if, or if my order didn't get delayed at this place, I would have been in that accident. You know, it, it, it's not, that's normal life. Deja vu is normal. Well, life. I'll tell you what nine 11 did for me that I was, I was kind of shocked at how long it took for us to respond to what was going on. Yeah. I was shocked. I really was. I was like, I mean, we, we, you know, we had two F-16s flying around New York, but when they first took off, they were headed out to sea and they, they were fucking 150 miles out to sea before they said, Hey, we better turn around and head to New York. And I know that's, you know, in an F-16, that's, you know, just minutes, but still, man, just to only have two F-16s to, to guard the East coast (laughs) is kind of, it's kind of like, uh, neglectful i guess of the homeland you know of well there was one guarding the homeland there was one thing and the only thing that i watched yesterday was shit that i'd never seen before stuff that was like new for this year the the 20th anniversary one of these fighter pilots was talking about how they they had got up in the air and whatever and they didn't have any missiles you know they keep missiles way the fuck in a different place right we were just completely caught off guard right and the the part of that she said that I was like, yeah, that's, I also agree with this. She said, you know, the, the fall of the Soviet union, you know, 10 years prior in a big sense. And if you, if anybody remembers the nineties, America was kind of like, you know, in a recliner, just feet up, head mm-hmm. back, just fucking kicking it, dude. Yeah. And, and she was like, that's what the environment was like. We were not ever in a position to think that we could get hit. And or that it would even happen. We 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 never took any of that shit as a reality, a possibility, or even halfway serious uh, because it had never happened. Well, you it's know? like you know what you said, Doug. Where it's like a very Pearl Harbor thing. Yeah. Where it's yeah. just like I mean, no one expected in a million years that anyone would attempt anything like that. Well, no normal people, but sure, like nine eleven. The people in the know also knew about Pearl Harbor, and that's not a flat earther thing. Right? They sunk a Japanese fucking submarine right. the morning of Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They decoded a lot of the communication. Yeah. So Pearl Harbor was not a sneak attack for a lot of people. Right? It was sure. a sneak attack for the people who died that day. Right? They didn't have a fucking clue. Yeah. Just but, like. But, it, the, but the thing about Pearl Harbor is the people that were in the know they didn't have enough time to get the people in Pearl Harbor prepared for what was coming. And that's the difference between Pearl Harbor and 9-11 to me. It well, and to is, me, that's the similarity. The, well, no, no, it, no. I'm just getting to the reports. Yeah. The reports that were coming in in 2001, in the beginning, where they were saying that they were had planes. They were trying to get planes yeah. to fly into buildings. Now, someone should have paid attention to that. And they had mm. reports. Those reports you're talking about came out in like June yeah, of yeah. 2001. Like detailed, like, right. we've done the field research. We know where these people are going. Right. We know that these number of people have had flight training schools where they only wanted to learn how to take yeah. off. Like, So once... Once 9-11 happened, and then a lot of people think that that's then they started the investigation right. yeah, on these no, people. They, no. In uh, fact, um, Muhammad Atta, he was already on, and 
and this is similar to what we hear a lot of times nowadays with school shooters and shit. He was already on the FBI's watch list. Right. They they already, anytime he tried to get on a plane for like the last year and a half before 9-11, he got hung up right. because he got mm-hmm. flagged. Yeah. And, and all that they did was just make sure that he got on the plane without his bag and that his bag went on separate of his right. after they scanned it. And so if you literally just didn't walk into a airport with a bomb in a bag right oh those two that phrase is going to get us flagged um but but that was the that was the security level back then right i remember and we all remember you know going to the airport you didn't even need a ticket you go right to the gate hug your loved one see him you know see him from the window okay they're on the plane that's the difference between pearl harbor and 9-11 to me though is pearl harbor they found out like hours before it happened yeah. You know, and you're talking about the 1940s. You know, they didn't, they couldn't just, yeah, yeah they, were, they, were, they were tapping shit out. Yeah, exactly. Somebody there get was, cocaine in this pigeon. Yeah. We need him to fly extra fast. Yeah, yeah we, need him, we need him full speed. <laughs> but, uh, but and and that's the difference, you know. That's that's the biggest difference to me between 9-11 and Pearl Harbor. And Pearl Harbor, yes, like you said, there were people that knew it was going to happen. Oh, yeah. But they knew that they didn't have time to do anything about it. And yeah. 9-11, they had plenty of time. They did. They well, had plenty of time to do Well, and what I was going to say, as far as uh, not having enough time to get the word out, I was going to pertain it more towards like air traffic control, talking to the military, and then right. also talking to Boston air control, right. and then also talking to Indianapolis air control, who didn't even know anything was even right. happening. And so there was such disjointedness that by the time that they realized what was going on, three of the planes were already down. Yeah. And when I think it was flight 93, yeah, and it took off five minutes before the first plane hit the North Tower, yeah. And so everything happened like boom, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. All the planes were in the air before the first one hit, correct? They made sure of that, correct? That was part of the plan because I read the book, I read the whole 9 11 commission shit, and yeah, it's I don't read it. I, I'm just telling anybody that hasn't read it, don't read it. Well, it's, I think I, I mean, it's well reported that the co- whole 9-11 commission was full of shit yeah. anyways. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. I, I think everybody that was on the commission was like, dude, this is a fucking farce. It's a lot of redacted. Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah, it It's not that different than Fauci emails. <laughs> yeah. um, it's How about like the movie? It's like, we're giving, <laughs> you, we're giving you the real stuff. You just can't read this part. In a lot of ways, the state is just very inept at, at doing anything. Pilots you don't say. Pilots couldn't talk to pilots. They couldn't. They couldn't get up in the air fast enough. They didn't know what was happening until planes were already hitting things. Like, you know, uh, the, the whole speech of like Rumsfeld the day prior, going, "There's two point three billion dollars and or trillion dollars in the Pentagon that's lost." Well, and that was the side they hit the financial side of the Pentagon. So therefore, it was an inside job because they're trying to cover. No, no, no. That's that's not. I used to think that. I used to think, oh, well, there you go. There's the smoking gun. Old Rummy out there, September 10th, talking about the Pentagon losing $2.3 trillion. Well, if you look back through the history, the Pentagon has always had a history of saying, there's a lot of money we can't account for. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because the amount of money that flows through D.C. Is not business as usual? We can't put our hands on it. <laughs> it's, look, that's a fact. There's so much money that goes through that place. That no one person can fathom what the fuck is happening. It's unfathomable. It is. It mm-hmm. is completely unfathomable. And don't forget, it's our money. 
Well, and that you, we're talking about our money. It's not ridiculously difficult to understand people that think that this was a false flag operation. Uh, I mean, in many ways, I still um, believe that it was a false flag. flag. Sorry, Heck, false, false oh, flag. False oh, man. Flag. <laughs> yeah. Normally, the yeah, normally I'm for like, hey, yeah, we want we want to reduce as, the number of L's we take, but you're gonna want to put an L back in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, say um, that again. Yeah. <laughs> Something about false flag. Um, False flag. Because <laughs> they are real people around. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if we've established this on this podcast or not, but yeah. they they're are not, real. They're not false. Uh, no. <laughs> they are real. They're not like fish. They, they live they, among they, us. You know, they have feelings. <laughs> Some say they do. <laughs> <laughs> they have a soul too. Not just... <laughs> I mean, hey, now we're getting into areas oh, that I don't, I don't fully understand. <laughs> no, I, I mean, it is, it is an event that's very simple to go down that rabbit hole to end up on something that does not seem like an extreme. It's, it's. I mean, I'm one of those people that very much believes that the the governments of the world are conspiratorial with one another at all times even enemies to create incidents to swing things in their country a certain way. I just think it was allowed to happen. I don't think there's any bigger conspiracy beyond that. I think it was, I think people knew it was going to happen. I think people wanted certain things from it after it happened. And I think they allowed it to happen. And hence trillions and trillions of war dollars I think if if they truly wanted to stop it, they could, and I don't think they took it seriously. And just like any of our government's actions, even when it fucks up, it's going to turn it so that they can capitalize from it. That's where I don't take the intentionality uh, seriously, um, even though there's an argument that could be made. Like, I'm, I'm not going to discredit or even attempt to discredit what you said. And that's a, that's another big problem is when people come out with well this is what i think about this well i now i have to attack you and make you think like me because you think differently than i do right right i don't care like if you think that it was done intentionally that's cool i'm not i'm not i'm saying i'm not saying intentionally <laughs> i just say it it was allowed to happen it was allowed and i, yes. I think you're one it of was, the people jim that's uh said to me be, because i i've brought up the whole fact that uh you know i wait, believe wait, did, did, did you say f- F-A-C-T? I said fact. Okay. Yes. Man, I thought you were hanging on that word. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, I've got it on the brain for some reason. <laughs> oh, well, well. Hey. Open a window in there. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> let's remember what the original definition of fag is. And that's, well, are it. you coming out? Goddamn. No. Are you coming trifecta. out or on a... The original definition is a bundle of sticks. Yeah. And, uh, and a cigarette. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, they're, they're, yeah. Well, but that's where they got the cigarette thing. Yeah. From, yeah. And yep. a lip-wristed ninny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said ninny. 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 <laughs> I like that word. I like that word, ninny. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Let's bring back ninny. Ninny. Yes, we're going to bring that back. I, I brought up all these conspiracies of how I believe all this coordination between governments go on, and I think you've said directly to me, Jim, 
where it's like, dude, you actually believe that our government is that organized that they could actually get that done. And then I make the even crazier comment of, well, that's why I don't believe it's necessarily just the government, but the shadow organization over the government, the deep state. Yeah. The deep state. Well, and that's kind of the overarching thing is like, you can be correct in saying, I believe they allowed it to happen. And you can Mm -hmm. also be correct in saying they were too inept to stop it. Sure. Because to, to say something so broad, like America allowed 9-11 to happen, it's like all of America? You're talking about little Miss Sally Mae in fucking Missouri baking cookies, you know? So it's like, if you say the government, does that encompass like every federal employee, even even the chick down at the DMV? Yeah. Or what you're really saying is it doesn't even have to be the key people whose names we know. Donald Rumsfeld Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, George W. and Cheney. No, what it probably is, is some people way fucking higher up than that that actually have the power right yeah and the money that have equal interest in multiple countries and aren't beholden to anything um that is like yeah i think i want to see what happens when uh Mm. just you know world bank ring a bell (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's let's just push these parts over under the board and uh let's see how they react to it i it, that's a wild fucking notion to have and to just throw out there that way. You can't prove that it's true. You can't prove that it's incorrect, but it's one of those things where it's like, I don't think it's that big of a secret where there's like a super elite, you know, small group of people that are actually the ones that are, you know, it's just like uh, training build, places. Yeah. The mm-hmm. builder burgers. Yeah. 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 All that shit where they're like, yeah, we don't give a fuck if New York gets totally fucked up for no. five years right let's just uh i don't know let's push these blocks around and see what happens see, see what goes on we're bored any other way <laughs> yeah that's I mean, it it's games funny games going, funny games going back to the jeffrey epstein thing the accusations that have come out of his dealings with these world leaders would make you go there's no way that that's fucking real mm-hmm. people flying around fucking kids and uh doing all this crazy shit it's like that's absurd and it's like, no, 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 you're talking about people that don't have the same daily itinerary as you. Speaking of that, did you hear the news on Jizz Lane? Oh, no. Uh, the, ju- the judge ordered, uh, the, a judge just ordered that uh, all the all the people that she can identify can be brought in. Mm. A judge just ordered that. All right, well. So R. I R. give her, the, the clock is, the clock <laughs> is on. <laughs> so R. now R. the clock is ticking. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm pretty sure the royal family is, you know, continuing to quake in their boots. Then yeah, it's it's uh, so yeah, the clock's ticking on her. So. Well, there is kind of a, like an untold uh, or unheralded thing that's been going on since the arrest of Epstein and now the capture of Ghislaine, and that is there's a shitload of really big pedophile networks that have been taken offline. If if you've done any looking into that, I'm not talking QAnon level like Democrats or pedophiles, uh, but like actual working out of a pizza place, human Oops. trafficking, you know, circuits. And there's been a lot of, you know, and it's not even just celebrities like Kevin Spacey and uh, not Epstein. What's the 
what's the big fat ogre looking Jewish dude? The, the uh, producer uh, uh, Harvey Weinstein. Oh, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, yeah. It's not just the celebrities that have gotten busted doing creepy shit. It's like real deal. Like networks have been taken down. Yeah, and um, and I remember it, it was. I think it was a friend of a show, a friend of the show while Trump was still in office, going all these Q tards that are pushing this. Like you know, everybody's a pedophile. Uh, pedophile arrests have actually gone down under Trump. So it can't, he must not be that serious about, it's like, no, 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 no. You're not, you're, you're talking about the difference between the low level street drug dealer versus the cocaine kingpin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And some of those big fucks have been taken out quietly and it hasn't made a lot of news. Yeah. Um, We're not talking about a bunch of dickheads traveling around in a panel van. No, no, no. Uh, even though to me, those people should just catch a bullet. Like, oh, sure. That's where I kind of agree with the Taliban. <laughs> well, you know, the Taliban's all for pedophilia. Well, and apparently the Taliban's in Texas making sure that people give birth to their babies. All right. Yeah. There you go. I think pedophiles should be buried at the prison to where only their ass is exposed out of the ground and people can just walk up and, you know, cornhole that ass whenever Good they choose. Lord. He's, Good Lord. He can't stop saying the word. <laughs> I the know. guy is... Hey. He's trying to come out. I, I am. I swear to God, if he says that word like five or six more times, I'm going to start thinking. Jim, he might be in love with you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I got to say it that way, Doug. Oh, I don't know how to make that funny. <laughs> I'm sure you can find a way. God damn it. Now I feel like I'm being coerced. Am I being detained? Um. Anywho. <laughs> We didn't really mention it last week about the whole Texas abortion law, whatever they're passing, because uh, we talked offline uh, or off whatever, off the air, where I just, I don't care about it. I don't. I don't think it's really going to hold up. I don't really think it's what they claim it to be because it's not a law. It's yeah, not I even don't, yeah, I don't think it'll hold up either. I don't think it will. Well, there's there's a lot of laws that seem to always be thrown out there that people freak out about, and it becomes quickly apparent that those are just almost like shadow laws. Like they were meant to be put out there just to create, uh, you know, an uproar yeah. instead of actually any substance behind That's it every day. Yeah, <laughs> that that's every day. That kind of seems like, for the most part, from what I'm seeing, the like our the job of our government now is just to float things out there with a, an official letterhead and just kind of see. Let's just throw it out there and see how the how the normies, how the plebs react. Oh, they they seem pretty upset about this. Well, one. Yeah, well, we might want to retract. Yeah. And like the whole thing in Texas, because I got a friend of mine who's a uh, liberal. Uh, who Very moved, liberal. Yeah. Who moved from Georgia to Texas uh, for family reasons. <laughs> which and is, she's a she. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and that's fine. Like, I don't, I don't give a flying fuck. Move, a, move wherever you want. Um, but she's also the type where she moved to Texas and she's like, let's help turn Texas blue. Oh, shit. But it's funny because whenever she's talking to me, oh, I'm a libertarian. I hate the duopoly. I hate the two-party system. They both suck. I'm cool, but you're not like me. We disagree vehemently on very basic things. Yeah, basically oh, yeah. everything. And I mean, she's one of those that was posting, you know, BLM, you know, lo- love tags and shit on, you know, 
Instagram. So, oh yeah, very so much she, entrenched into the liberal prop- yeah, propaganda. She, she shares Ruth Bader Ginsburg quotes, and it's like, God, I miss you, RGB. Oh, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, you're not a libertarian. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you, if you came out and said, uh, I'm not sad that a chief justice or a, a Supreme Court justice is dead because uh, I'm only upset that there's not eight more with her. Then I'd be like, oh, now you seem like you're actually talking about abolishing government institutions. Now you're more like me (laughs) on the extreme level. But she doesn't understand what it is. She just cheers for a side because the other side makes her upset. Yeah. Um, For reasons that I can't understand because we're very different people. But uh, let's see. Four days ago. Oh, this is. This is hard for me, guys. Uh, Go ahead. Okay. Take a breath. She posted a picture on Instagram. I know. We're talking serious stuff here. Where she's wearing a shirt that says Pro Row 1973. Obviously, the Roe mm-hmm. versus Wade. Yes. yes. Um, okay. So that's cool. She's she's all about that, you know, pro-choice shit. Mm-hmm. Cool. Why not? Her caption is, on Thursdays, we smash the patriarchy and heels. Hashtag pro row, hashtag 1973 with a bunch of emojis of heels and girls doing like, I don't give a fuck. Uh, I only have one question for you. How many women were involved voting in the Roe versus Wade decision? And that's my point, too. That's <laughs> uh, that, My point in all of this is I don't think any man should have a say in abortion. I don't. Mm-hmm. That's women, man. I mean, if look, if there was a ban against Viagra or some shit like that, then men would be in an uproar. They're, especially those old fucks in D.C. that can't get hard on. But you you throw abortion up and now realize that abortion is a life and men do have a choice in you know raising a kid or whatever. But when you're talking about your body and your right to to your body and we've talked about this with the covid shit it's the same yeah fucking thing if you if you really want the right to have an abortion then you should have the fucking right to not get a vaccine it's all about choice it's choice sure i i was just pointing out the fucking retardedness here yes that yeah. she thinks abortion supporting abortion as somehow smashing the patriarchy. Yeah, no. So, so. I want to. That's where I wanted to just sit and go. Okay, so are you saying that you're willing to use abortion to get back at men? Sounds like it. Right, right. It sounds <laughs> like you just are a man hater. A man hater that wants to use your ability to kill their babies as a gotcha, own ya, got him. You know, look at these nuts now, bitch. It's like a, it's like a, I don't like you because you're a man, which inevitably has power because of your balls. Watch it. What I can do with my inability to keep you from nutting inside me. Right. Like what level of fucking like rational person thinks that being pro abortion is somehow taking down the patriarchy when the patriarchy is what gave you the right to To even fucking have an abortion. Right. Yeah, it's it's that it's a train of thought that doesn't track, and it's so fucking stupid, it makes my head explode to right. where I go, how 
how can you think this way? And how can we be friends while we're so different? We are so different. Like, and it, it, it didn't start this way when, when we first met, Mm -hmm. uh, very, very different people. I guess we were eight, nine years ago when we first met and because the world and especially the country has gotten very politicized, hyper politicized, some would say. Most almost anybody would say. It's just weird. It's like we started at the same point where we didn't give a fuck about this yet. Right. Mm -hmm. But once we started to give a fuck about it, I don't hear your argument because I, oh, actually, let me take this back. I hear your argument and I think it's fucking retarded because I don't think that you know what the fuck you're talking about. And you're not hearing my argument because you think that just because obviously I'm a man that I only have an argument that's going to keep her down as a woman. If this was left to women, abortion would still be legal. I guarantee it. If it was left to nothing but women voting on you mean abortion, illegal. It would still no. It would still it would be legal uh, that you could is abortion but, not legal. N- n- no, I'm. <laughs> I understand I the said point you're trying to make. It would still be legal. I understand the point it you're trying would, to make, but that's also kind of falling into this false dichotomy where all women are pro-choice. But that's not and that. But that's not what I'm saying. If you go by the mass of women, I I believe out of all the women in the United States, the majority of them would vote to be able to have an abortion if they wanted nowadays to. yes maybe not 1973 and no though. not 1973 no so it maybe it was the men who actually came out and did something good good for the women. right right and and that's horrible and, for society and that's my point that's another conversation that's my point in all of this it, it's not it's not a man woman thing that's why if you take the men out of it the women got nothing to bitch about <laughs> they don't they have no reason to fucking yeah. say shit like that you know I get tickled by hearing women have their take on abortion right. that isn't about smashing the patriarchy or pro row or, you know, oh, we just need to murder more babies in this world would finally find peace. Right. Um, this is a chick that uh, will make a couple of appearances in tonight's episode that I just found and, oh, just a breath of fresh air. <laughs> okay, so I got the abortion fix. Stop fucking. It's real simple. I don't know why we have to keep going over this over and over and over again. I keep telling y'all, don't have sex with people with whom you do not want to raise kids with. This is a simple, easy fix. Now, we got to keep having all these conversations and all these different people talking about Jesus and, 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 and then other people talking about my rights. And all of a sudden, it is your right to swallow. <laughs> She's a token black woman in almost every film. Some of y'all people need to become a lesbian anyway. Why don't you try that? Try something different. She's my hero. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Doug. You have the right to swallow. If if you want the debate to stay within women, I present to you. (laughs) A woman that I would put on the stage to debate. Yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) She would be my, she would be fucking perfect for my campaign.
Oh, God damn it. It's like Chris Rock where he's like, put the dick down. <laughs> yeah. That's so, funny. That's funny. I'm sorry. That was uh, that was from yesterday. And so in the midst of That's a tower thing. burning footage, I stumbled across that and I was like, oh, this is. All these people talking about Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you got the right to swallow. Yeah, that's, uh, I like that. Because yeah. mm-hmm. in the end, you solve the whole abortion issue with, in all honesty, uh, you have the right to ruin your life and you have the right to fuck whoever you want, even if you don't want to parent a child, all that shit. But just like the mask that most of these pro abortion people are, you know, pro vaccine, pro mask, pro all this. Hey, why don't you fucking be pro condom or pull out or both? I don't know. Or only fuck dudes that have vasectomies. It's kind of like getting the vaccine. You're vaccinated from having kids yeah. every now and then there's a breakthrough case. Yep. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Instead of wearing two masks, why don't you make the dude wear two condoms? And then you wouldn't be infected with a kid where you had to fucking nuke it out of, you know, nuke it into orbit. Right. Just saying. Yeah. You know. No, it's a responsibility. That's what it is. <laughs> you know. That's what it all comes down to. So anyway. You have the right to swallow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You Remember the, that, girls. Yeah. I mean, it. <laughs> the, the not whole, spit you have the right to swallow I, yes. think, I think i want that t-shirt on the front it just says don't abort and on the back it just it says swallow <laughs> you, you, you have the right to swallow you have the right to swallow just yeah. that that's around. my shirt yeah. yeah just watch that or wear that around and watch how people look at you <laughs> you'll get a lot of people that you've been talking about tonight uh looking at you a couple yeah. times <laughs> i don't know with uh how big i am swallow could mean a few things well that's Good. why you leave it open to their imagination there you go. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna comment on that <laughs> now there's uh speaking of which it's funny because the way that we said that it, it could be anything you want like ooh, double entendre mm. so speaking of the patriarchy <laughs> that apparently my friend <laughs> wants to smash but probably not the current patriarch of the country uh old joe is out there saying crazy shit again jesus and this week he said a fucking doozy that you either love because it supports everything that you you would do if you were a leader or you fucking hate because of two reasons i think is you hate him because he's the guy that was going up against the guy you voted for, which would, A, be retarded to be against what he's saying, uh, just for that. Or you enjoy personal freedoms. <laughs> there may be a third or fourth one in there as to as far as Aww. somebody not really appreciating Joe's declaration this week. But uh, I bend on the uh, the side of, no, I, I appreciate personal freedoms a lot more. And... <laughs> so if you don't know what we're talking about joe biden president old president joe came out and gave a press conference where he basically said that he has like a four or five step plan to get more americans vaccinated and he's going to use every ounce of the federal government to get this done and uh well we're going to play a few clips from it and then uh then we'll react this is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you. The people you work with. The people you care about. The people you love. 
My job as president is to protect all Americans. So tonight, I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated or show a negative test at least once a week. Right. Sounds like it is about freedom to me. I mean, yeah, uh, what he started off with, it sounds like, yes, it is about that. Yeah, I mean, to us, but, you know, not to him. Because to him, it's not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting your neighbor. It's about doing what we fucking tell you to do. Because the vaccine is, in his mind, the only way to stop this virus. Which is the most retarded thing mm-hmm. uh, that could possibly be said this far into this pandemic. Um, you know, I listen to podcasts that have doctors and virologists on it and they all have varying levels of disagreement about this. Some of them say that there's other methods of treatment that they've personally witnessed that are work that work very well. Ivermectin. We've covered that uh, a handful of times on this podcast last week would be a very good episode Ivermectin. to listen to. <laughs> But I got to stop you right there, Jim. You know, any medication that was put out for the sole purpose of, you know, horse parasites, you're just talking it. crazy nonsense now. Well, I obviously. I mean, I don't want to speak, you know, I don't want to speak out of line or anything. So I let the doctors do it for me. It's not like science has ever found medications accidentally for use of other things when they became very useful and I already said that last week, so fuck it. Yeah, so I listen to some doctors that are pro other methods of treatment, and I also listen to doctors that are blaming the unvaccinated for variants and any spikes in infection and any death that happens. I, I listen to them, too. Um, I've listened to a doctor today that's out of Billings, Montana, where he flat out said, you know, just fucking get vaccinated. We're tired of taking care of you and clogging up our hospitals. If they were really worried about your health, they would be protesting to shut down every fast food restaurant and they would be outside of every fruit, high fructose corn processing plant and bombing them. Yeah. Yep. If they truly wanted to keep you from ingesting things or doing things that were challenging to your health and possibly deadly, that's the shit that they would be doing. They wouldn't be hollering from their ivory tower of medicine saying, just take the fucking vaccines. I'm tired of taking care of you. But I listen to those people because I don't want to just hear nothing but what makes me feel like I got it right on an episode. But there's no doubt in my fucking mind that Biden saying it's not about freedom or choice. I, he means it because to him, he doesn't care about that shit. Mm-hmm. Medical professionals are also capable of not giving a fuck about your freedom of choice. Just do what you're fucking told. Listen to me. I'm a fucking doctor. Trust. Trust me. I am medicine. It's called the God complex. Yeah. Correct. How about we uh, clip Arnold's going, screw your freedom. Yeah, that's out there, too. There's a lot of people that are now getting sick and tired of those who are even trying to make a claim about freedom. And they would rather let the government come through with sweeping force and power. They will applaud it just as long as you do like me, because Mm -hmm. having a difference and ideas and beliefs, it's almost like. 
well, I don't want to go backwards and go into the abortion thing, but it's like nobody's, the whole reason why you're against someone trying to criminalize or prevent you from getting an abortion is you want the freedom to make that choice. We, we just discussed it. Same mm-hmm. thing here. Sure. Same thing here. So I don't, I just don't understand why anybody would be for somebody like Biden coming out and saying, we are going to use the mechanisms of the federal government to force private businesses with employees of a hundred or more. Funny. I don't know what science is behind that number. Yeah. By the way, I'll give you the quick answer. There isn't. Well, they're going after Amazon. Well, you know, you, you brought up earlier where you didn't understand how you could have a friend that you didn't agree with, you know, so much. And the answer to that is we used to live in a crazy Kalamazoo land where we could have difference of opinion and still be friends. Same thing now, instead of just having a thought or believing certain things, now you have to draw a line in the sand and say, I support this or that, and anybody else can go fuck themselves. Well, it's getting to the point now where it's not just a difference of opinion. It's, I want the government to make you do something. Mm -hmm. And it's not just make you do something. It's, I want the government to forcibly put a needle in your arm and inject you with something because, uh, just because, because I want to be out of this hell. It's like, oh, okay, well, then you're a fucking moron. Well, 27, yes. 27 states are saying fuck you to that. Mm-hmm. Well, not only that, yeah, but just to stay in that train of thought where it's like, oh, you think that doing this is going to get us out of hell? It requiring somebody to inject a needle in your arm isn't already hell to you? And not only that, you think that if we comply that this actually ends? If you give in to the person who is you know, exacting violence against you, what reason do they have to stop it? Anyway, there's more clips, shall we? Hence the fucking booster. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin, and your refusal has cost all of us. So please do the right thing, but just don't take it from Lee, me. Listen to the voices of unvaccinated Americans. Don't take it from Lee. We're lying in hospital beds. Taking their final breath saying, if only I'd gotten vaccinated. If only. It's a tragedy. Please don't let it become yours. All it right. is a tragedy. I mean, I've got a family member right now going through going through hell right now in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's had surgery. He just had surgery over the weekend to have a trach put in his throat because he can't breathe. And... And it's all because of COVID. Now, he wasn't vaccinated. No, he wasn't. Mm -hmm. None of his family was. But I guarantee you, if he woke up and they asked him to get vaccinated, he would tell them to go fuck theirself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's because he has, in a free country, he's supposed to have that freedom because he didn't know what was in the vaccine. That's why he didn't get the vaccine. And if you're going to get sick, this is my, this is the way I look at COVID right now. It's like, it's like the flu that will kill you. It's basically, it, it, it's like the flu that gives you pneumonia. And then the pneumonia is just like the worst kind of pneumonia that there is. 
Yeah. Now, if there's treatments out there, obviously there's, I mean, I, I said it last week, look at Rogan, you know, he cleared that shit up in three days. Oh, with the There's, ivermectin. Well, uh, um, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and like six other things. Well, I mean, the, the a, a drug should, he had a which cocktail should not of, be named. He had a cocktail of shit. Yeah, Trump so, had a cocktail. So, you yeah. know, the emergency use authorization to the vaccines themselves, to the fucking criminals that are pushing the vaccines, all the way to the president of the fucking United States is trying to make people take this shit. Yeah. Is it, it the whole thing is bullshit. If there's a treatment for COVID and obviously there is a treatment for COVID and see, that's what drives me, you know, ultra crazy about any of the people that rail against anti-vaxxers where it's like, oh, call me crazy, but I'd rather use a treatment that's been tried and true, at least as far as the medication having been out for decades upon decades and not have adverse reactions compared to the mystery cocktail that they just released a year ago that we're supposed to pretend has been researched for 30 years. Uh, and, and going back a little bit to what I said about, I listen to doctors that are pro vaccine, just take the vaccine. Damn it. I'm tired of taking care of unvaccinated sure. people in my hospitals. There was an episode on a podcast called paradox. And it's spelled P-A-R-A-D-O-C-S because it's a pair of doctors. And they're they're pro-vaccine, they're they're pro the studies, all that stuff. They're not they're not anti-vax by any means, so it's not like they're saying all the shit that I want. And in fact, in this episode that I clipped, one of the guys actually does say, just take the fucking vaccine already. Like so I disagree with him there. Sure. However, this same guy that is pro-vax. Also says this. What are we waiting for at this point? Why are we trying still to mitigate this? Uh, I mean, we gave up on containment, but we're still trying to mitigate and suppress this. So what are we gaining by this? You know, more people are getting vaccinated every day. That's true. That's good. You know, hopefully by December-ish, we'll have the vaccine for kids six and up that, that choose to get it. So, but, but, you know, frankly, you're right. I mean, I, I don't care how many cases there are because it doesn't really matter anymore. Certainly when we stress out our healthcare capacity as we're doing this um, summer, that's worrisome. But, you know, frankly, my hospital is always at capacity Mine this too. time of year. We're <laughs> always on divert this time of year. Yeah. And I don't think that that story has made it to the popular press is that there's probably whole states that are on divert during the summer because, you know, Hospitals like making money. I don't know if you know that, Eric, but um, the healthcare system likes making a ton of money, and that means you know, no, no open beds, yeah. right? I mean, hotels would rather have their rooms full yeah. than the rooms empty, and a, a hospital is just yeah. a hotel for sick people. All right, so now you know where I got what I said a minute ago, but he said it just a little bit better. It, it, his point was, why are we even trying to mitigate this thing? Like in the beginning of this episode, they talk about there's no point. And trying to get this vaccine to everybody uh, because it's spreading. It it it's it, actually. Let me just play another clip. It says it a lot easier than me. It was so contagious, and that was even before. So that that's why we don't even need a reservoir to to make this non-eradicatable. Yeah, and to be to your point, I mean, I think that that you had made the point, and I think very accurately that 
even if there wasn't an animal reservoir, it had it was so ubiquitous in the world, and it was so contagious. And that was even before these more contagious, you know, uh, rise, which is what we expected, anticipated right. to happen anyway. Uh, that it was it was going to be endemic, which means it's going to be around forever. Now I think you know we can be totally convinced because yeah. we're looking at the state of Michigan here, and sixty percent of our deer have had SARS-CoV-2, and seriously. Yeah, and it, it, right. So, and actually, most of the deer in the Northeast have had that as well. So, we have, and we know mice can have it. Uh, it, uh, it's interesting thought experiment, like how deer get SARS-CoV two because they're not ever close to humans. I mean, they get pretty friendly around here, but I suspect they buy mice and mice give it to deer, and you know, it also is, obviously shows that there's outdoor spread of this virus. Mm. And and uh, anyway, it's very interesting. Well, that's the animal human. Thing mm-hmm. that's so, why I said it'll never go away. No, so I I try to clip multiple parts of this podcast, and uh, a lot of them I deleted because literally it takes four minutes for them to get to the point. <laughs> so, but they were talking about how how ridiculous it is that Fauci has come out and said we we need to get the vaccination rate up to ninety percent or ninety five percent to make actually make this go away. And they're like, that's 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 anti science, right? It's not going anywhere. Yeah. You could have one, and they even say, you can have 100% compliance on the vaccine. You can vaccinate every single person, and it's not going to take this away. Right. It's going to bounce around in nature. It's going to bounce around off humans. We're going to interact with animals. Uh, it's it's going to it's going to spread. It's going to mutate. No matter how many vaccinations you take, it's going to continuously do this. This is well, why they said it's see, it's th- endemic. It's never yeah. going anywhere. And yeah. this is from understood science, whereas we've got this virus that was supercharged in a fucking lab. So, you know, nature reacting as it would already, we would have been fucked previously. But now, since this virus is you know, pass through a lab where they made it extra, you know, terrible, then, you know, who fucking knows well, well, where you we're know, headed. 15 gorillas at, at Zoo Atlanta have it. Yeah. And uh, that was just announced this week. So, yeah. So, like, if, if deer, the gorillas have it and the deer have it and mice have it, I mean, it, this shit's not going anywhere. But especially when he said deer mm-hmm. and not 60%, just a couple, yeah. 60% of fucking deer. Right. And he said most all of them in the in on the East Coast have gotten it. To to even know that <laughs> is first of all amazing. Yeah. But for deer to even catch it is even more amazing because you can say what you want about a six foot fucking distance or you wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. It's because it's not what they're saying it is as far as how it, it does not get contracted just from a human being in close proximity to another mm-hmm. infected human it's all it's too far out there right it's it's like he like he said it you know the mice get it the mice give it to the deer and then the deer blah 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 and are are they getting it from humans i mean are we giving it to the animals now that's the missing link you know yeah my, my curiosity because they gave it to us you know are we giving it back to them if that's the case then i mean it's over it's over because if yeah. This is this is the thing. Once a virus crosses from animal to human, when that happens, and that's a very rare thing. It's really fucking rare yeah. that a virus that is is like rabies. You know, yeah. uh, you, you, the only way you can get rabies is to get bit by something rabid. You know, 
You have to be actually bit. I mean, it has to get in your blood. Mm-hmm. So it's a really rare thing for an animal virus to cross over to humans. Now, we know COVID was cooked up in a lab. We know this. Mm-hmm. We know it had the whole gain of function shit yeah. that they were trying to obviously turn into a fucking military weapon or something. They uh, were trying sure. to weaponize this shit. And they they did a good job of it. They weaponized it. They released it on the fucking world. And now they're trying to say, oh, we're the only ones that can take care of you. And now. stop it. They can stop it because we made it. You know, I mean, they're not saying we made it, but they're saying, well, we're the only ones that know how to stop it. Yeah. So just trust us and take and the fucking shot. Damn my it. point in this is if we are giving it to animals, it's game over, dude. It's fucking game over because we've never been able to give shit to an animal. And there have been shit. There have been things that have crossed from animal to human but like AIDS and things like that. But that was like, I mean, you know, it's fucking monkeys is, is basically what they said AIDS came from, from humans ha- having close contact is I, what they said. When I monkeys. mean, sometimes so, you want to fuck a monkey. Well, you know, I mean, they want to continue <laughs> watching this primate video, uh, you know, well, <laughs> but, but I mean, if, if you, if you take a virus that can jump from, from animal to human then what that means is, and obviously from human to animal, if we're giving it back to them, then we've crossed a fucking line. Yeah. We have crossed a line as humanity. And if if that's the case, then, you know, who, who's, who's to say now an animal with fucking rabies can't sneeze or, or <laughs> on a fucking tree or something and a deer hunter be out there, you know, and fucking... And shoot a deer and rub up against that tree, and all of a sudden this motherfucker's rabid as hell. I, I, mean, I mean, who knows? Who, who knows? knows? My That's real what curiosity saying. is what does a wheezing deer sound like? Because they already make that sound that's like, you know. Yeah. So, well, the thing is, like, diseases can exist in multiple different types of mammals and have very, very, very different symptoms, right? And, and sure. things that kill rats might not kill us, right. but there's some things that can kill us and rats right. but not everything is equal because it's biology and it's virology and things do crazy things out there it's just a bunch of fucking atoms bouncing off each right. other and reacting in weird odd ways obviously too complex for me to understand but i clipped that one specifically because he brought up the deer thing where that in itself just means that you're never getting rid of this right and even if this wasn't jumping to animals because I haven't heard that in a lot of places about it jumping to animals. I heard about it early on that it was jumping to house cats and, and, and dogs and, and yeah. dogs, mm-hmm. your, your household pets. Right. And that it was possible that it was coming from them back to right. the host, the human host. And so it's not like it's unheard of. But if it's already bouncing around out there, are we going to vaccinate deer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we going to yeah. fucking vaccinate your house cat? Yeah. No. That The answer to that is obviously are you... Like you would be like, are you mental? Right. How the fuck can are you? How the fuck can you possibly expect to vaccinate all living animals? Well, humans are living animals. All right. Do right. you really think that you're going to vaccinate 100 percent of people? No. So, so why are we in this this conversation of it's the war against the anti or the unvaccinated? I mean, it, it especially if it's an actual vaccine, which. 
even medical professionals, even these doctors, they're very quick to say, yeah, it's called a vaccine. Uh, it doesn't prevent you from catching it, spreading it, possibly dying from it. But what it has been shown to do, and I think if we're going to be honest on the podcast, I'll, I'll be happy to say this. It has shown very beneficial effects as far as reducing symptoms and reducing the amount of time that you're sick from it. Right. Um, and that's, that's great. I'm mm-hmm. not... I'm not saddened by hearing that a vaccine works. In fact, I will celebrate it. In fact, I will go get the motherfucker if it works well enough. All right. Sure. Uh, on my own free will. Like I said, I'm just waiting for the Novavax. That's that's <laughs> the only one I'm waiting on. It's yeah. made the old school way. Mm-hmm. And if if the U.S. government, are you listening, fucking D.C.? Are you listening? I would hope fucking, so. You know, yeah, I would hope somebody would, in that fucking building is listening to something. I would, I would hope, yeah. or at least entertaining enough yeah. to get them into the second. So, album. I mean, it get give give it approval, give it approval, and I will get a fucking vaccine. Yeah, and I will verify that the vial says Novavax. I'm not gonna fucking, you know, you're not gonna trick me. Well, I'm not going for that. And that's another thing. And I know that, especially here recently, we've almost become the the ivermectin or vaccine podcast it's you know i remember even a year ago i was like i am so sick and tired of talking about covid i am too but this isn't this isn't going away and the measures that are going to affect all of us are only going to become greater yeah and are extreme yeah yes and our choices are going to become fewer and the reaction is only going to become more well let's just say not peaceful well, there, there, there is something very worrisome when it's very comparable, uh, the speech that our president gives, and then say another president saying, uh, if you don't get the vaccine, then you lose all access to your banking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, it's not just America that's doing it. Australia is far worse off than we are. Yeah. Right. And there's other smaller countries around the world where they are, they're literally, taking away your ability to live a normal life. And they're trying to make you so uncomfortable that you just give in. And to me, that's, that's the whole reason why I guess if any listener to this podcast would say, Oh, well, Jim's against the vaccine, not against the vaccine. I'm against the methodology in which they're going about trying to get people to take the vaccine. I would be more than happy. I would have probably gotten it months ago if their messaging was better. All right. Because, Here's here's my task out there to all of those pro-vaxxers and medical professionals and uh, other personnel that wants me, the unvaxxed, to become vaxxed. Sell me on it. Sell me on it. There's tons of people that are anti-vax that are doing a much better job at selling me on not getting the vax than the pro-vaxxers are doing and uh, getting me to get the vax. So I got more clips from our... Our trustworthy president, we'll play those in just a minute. I got to play this real quick because up until this point, this is who is who I'm seeing that you're trying to sell me on. Or this is the person who's trying to sell me the vaccine. And when I hear shit like this, I won't go anywhere fucking near it. Biden will 
signal to three really important things. First is to mandate vaccinations on planes and trains, places that he has jurisdiction over. There are a lot of people who are still on the fence about getting vaccinated, and if they know that they have to be vaccinated in order to travel, to see friends and family, to do business travel, etc., that can really put them over the edge. The second thing is we really need to get behind a proof of vaccination system. We know that the honor code doesn't work. You don't board a plane, let's say you don't go to the airport and say, I am who I say I am. I don't have to show you any identification. I don't have to put my things to the metal detector. We don't allow that, and we shouldn't allow people to carry around pieces of paper that can be easily faked as well. We need a national proof of a vaccination system. And the third is I really hope that President Biden will explore all other avenues, including tying federal funding to try to um, help um, push states that are not even allowing for schools to do mask mandates, for example. We really need to do something about that because it's just unconscionable that there are states that are putting kids' lives in danger and forcing them into a herd immunity experiment that they didn't sign up for. You know, it's actually very ironic how her talking about the health of the American public it sounds to me what I would imagine an executive from a cigarette company would have sounded like in the 70s trying to push, you know, advertising cigarettes to kids. How can we get more kids hooked so that they're hooked adults? Well, it's all fear. It's yeah. all fear. It's funny in there. I almost wanted to pause it because, uh, A, you can 1 million percent get on a plane with a piece of paper saying this is who I am. Right. If you've ever had your license taken away and you have a literal sheet of paper just you know a temporary piece of id while you wait to go to court that's just as good as a fucking license you can buy alcohol tobacco you can board airlines with it trust just trust me um you can also get a state issued id but it's funny we're talking about ids and methods of identification and a federal uh system to track that because just having something having somebody show up and say i am who i say i am just believe me She's almost making the exact argument for voting. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's funny. There's these, there's these overlaps between like the abortion, uh, the, the pro-choice people making certain cases that could be used against the vaccine, you know, the, the force vax mandates. Uh, then also this crazy Dr. Laura Wynn, who is just a fucking animal. Um, fuck that bitch. You animal. Yeah, don't bring your Chinese methodology over here. We've th- y- this is how we got the whole fucking thing to begin yeah, with. Why yeah. the fuck are we listening to you anyway? In Go your fuck lab. yourself. But she she makes arguments that uh, I, I thought was racist. I don't know. Pray tell. Well, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Our listeners are smart enough to know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, but, I, know, I know what he's talking about. But my yeah, point is, is if, if she's the one out there and her job is to get more people to take the vaccine, you're doing the shittiest job ever. Like, it's almost like it's intentional. Like, you want there to be, like, pushback. And the pushback is in the form of not taking it. So you're not winning anybody over saying, wow, you know what? She's making, she's making some pretty compelling points. Tell me how effective it is. Show me data and charts legit shit that's i don't know like novavax well like just show me show me detailed research that's been double blind this and double check this and all again we said this last week all the reasons why ivermectin studies are poor show me all the good studies 
that should be the only thing you're talking about. Not how much we need to crack down on people, how many rights and freedoms we need to take away, how this isn't your choice anymore. That is the worst possible way you can ever go to sell somebody on the, anything. The most interesting thing about the Novavax vaccine, if you read about it, if you read up on it, out of all the variants of COVID that are out there, it is 90% plus effective on every one of them. Now, if you look at the Pfizer data and you look at the Moderna data and all of that shit, the Pfizer one, I think, is 65% on the uh, on the Delta variant. Yeah. The, uh, the Moderna is like less than that. And then the Mu variant, which is some new one that uh, is supposedly... Lambda supposedly coming out yeah it's lambda variant same same shit i think same. epsilon's up next well yeah whatever <laughs> uh, yeah yeah let's let's go to a frat party uh <laughs> but hey show the, show me your <laughs> show me your vax card yeah Woo! yeah show me your cards <laughs> but uh the the novavax vaccine and i know i talk about this a lot but if they if the united states if the u.s government would fucking approve that vaccine i would get it tomorrow because I've read everything there is to know on it. I've read all the research that's been done on it, the way that it's made, everything about it. The way that it's made has been used in uh, hepatitis and going back all the way to 1983. That's a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm, science is supposed to work. Exactly. That's exactly the way it's supposed to work. And if this bitch wants me to get a fucking vaccine... Tell her to go to fucking government and say, hey, Novavax has got this. We should be applauding this company and not the fucking company that is just sucking up government dollars and not showing any fucking effectiveness for it. You know, what's funny as you say that, remember when there were like, I don't know, four or five different companies making the vaccine? Yeah. You only hear about one now. Yeah. You don't even hear about Moderna anymore. Moderna is gone. Yeah. AstraZeneca, gone. Johnson Johnson, Johnson. yep. Gone. Everything's Pfizer. Pfizer. It's all Pfizer. And and that's the money, man. It's the money. It's the same as your guy was talking about. Follow the fucking money. Yep. And what's really crazy about the Novavax is their approval, and they're doing this as a company because they know how hard it's going to be to get approval in the United States because of fucking Pfizer, mm-hmm. is their approval. They've already been approved in all these other countries, and all of the first shipments, 150 million fucking doses of this shit are going to European countries and and uh, India and mm-hmm. places like that where it's just fucking ravaging people. And when all this shit washes out, you'll see it's going to be much better than Pfizer. And the U.S. government is going to be forced to fucking approve it into the into the United States. Or they'll do what they've done in every other instance where good information comes out of another country. Oh, you can't trust that. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can't trust it. You can't yeah. trust that because they they don't have the mechanisms in place like we do. Right. We have the best shit. No, you just have the shit where you can make the most money right. off of. And um, the, the interesting thing about Pfizer is the pill. Pfizer is supposedly coming out with a miracle COVID pill mm-hmm. that's supposed to cure COVID. And I guarantee you it's ivermectin. Guaranteed. And I'll double down with you. I can't 
I looked for the audio um, that we discussed off air, but I, another one of these podcasts with these doctors and, and lab researchers, they were talking about how they are trying to reformulize ivermectin so that they can create a new patent for it. Because the patent for ivermectin already ran out years ago. Right. That's why it can now be produced generically. Right. Yeah, isn't it like forty years old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 it's, yeah, it's the, an old medication. And the patent wore, wore off back in like the nineties or some shit, and so they've been able to make it using generic, you know, uh, just here's generic ivermectin, right? And that's what makes it so cheap. Yes, that's what makes it so readily available. Yes. So, this podcast that I heard, and I'll try to look up the info for next week's episode. These. These lab techs were talking about they were trying to break down the formula of ivermectin and just change two little things on it so that they could then reapply for a new patent for this new formula, right. which is 99.9% ivermectin, ivermectin yep. and then call it a new miracle yes, drug. Yes. And so that then they can get all the money that was associated yes. with the jab, also jab plus this, and, and in a way... Yeah, that's fucking horrible, but also they need to look for any other mechanism of delivering something that can benefit people other than a shot. Right. And, and I, you know, I actually bought stock in a company that was working on a pill and, uh, it doesn't look like they're going to make it. <laughs> and, no. I mean, so, so I, you know, I sold my stock in that company, but, uh, yeah, when I saw that report, that Pfizer report. Um, where they were working on a pill uh, that was a miracle cure. Mm -hmm. uh, immediately, immediately, I'm sitting there reading the article. I'm like, them fuckers are taking ivermectin and reformulating it, mm -hmm. and they're going to charge fucking 50, 60 bucks a pill yep. for the shit, and we're going to wind up paying for the shit. Oh yeah, and 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 it'll all be free. You know, that's I like the way I like the I love the way this fucker keeps saying the shots are free. Uh -huh. They're not free, no. Joe. They're no. not free. They're no. sixty fucking dollars a shot, and yeah. they're built on subsidies that are taken out of the taxes that you fucking pay. Exactly, the tax paying public of the United States. All we're doing is filling the fucking coffers of Pfizer. That's all we're doing yeah. with this. So, That's all we're doing. So this shot better fucking work. Yes. So all I want to hear is about how fucking kick-ass it is. Yeah. Not how yeah. much I should shut the fuck up and just take the goddamn shot. Right. Yeah, you're using my fucking money to do this. Yeah, so sell me on why my money's being spent this way. You're right. Sell me better than yell at me while you're taking my money. Yeah. All right, back to Joe. I'll always be on your side. <laughs> Let me be blunt. <laughs> be blunt. My plan also takes on elected officials and states that are undermining you, you hear that, in these life-saving actions. Right now, local school officials are trying to keep children safe in a pandemic while their governor picks a fight with them oh, and wow. even DeSantis. threatens their salaries or their jobs. Talk about bullying in schools. <laughs> yeah, because you if never bully. Help, if these governors won't help us beat the pandemic, I'll use my power as president to get them out of the way. The Department of Education has already begun to take legal action against states undermining protection that local school officials have ordered. Any teacher or school... Okay, hold on. There's more to play on this clip, but that that was huge, what he just said. Oh, yeah. He's straight up going after DeSantis. Mm -hmm. Straight up. 
but does anybody remember just like a year, year and a half ago when Trump said, I have absolute power and yeah. everybody lost their fucking minds? Yeah. He's like, that's fascism. Yeah. Um, what do you got to say? What do you got to say, fuckers? This guy's literally <laughs> saying that they're taking action. Not just saying, not just getting it wrong thinking he has power. He's actually trying to wield it against the states. The federal government is actually going after states because they just have a disagreement and say, no, we don't, we're not going to uphold what you think I should. Right. Difference of a fucking opinion. Right. If you don't we're, like it, there's not a border wall surrounding Northern Florida. A lot of people have left states. It's, it's funny as shit to me. So many people have left New York. So many people have left LA and gone to places where there's more freedoms. Like here. Because they don't, they don't jive with that shit. Right. So maybe they're going somewhere where they want them to stand up and say, no, go fuck yourself. I actually have a customer I did some work for just a couple of months ago. They just moved here from California. And uh, I was talking to him. I was like, well, how do you, how do you like it? He goes, man, I fucking love it. Yeah. He goes, it's, it, you know, he said the, the taxes, the, he said, even the people, he said, even the people here are like, you know, he goes, like he said, the, the people out there are just so full of shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, uh, that you, you just, you, you don't even know what the fuck's going on, you know? And, um, and he was like, and, and another huge thing was the house, you know, hmm? the house that he had bought here, you know, he was like, dude, this house would have been $2 million in California. Oh, yeah. You know, and I'm like, fuck, you know? Yeah. No wonder thing. you left. I got a buddy in the DC area. He comes down and he's right. like, dude, the cost of living is just so much less. Like, right. I'm going to buy a shitload of property, right. you know, down right. here. And, and it, you know, that's cool, but don't forget where you fucking left and why. And this is in the highest, you know, around the, you know, around the country right now. The housing is the highest it's ever been yeah and and they're still like he's still like man i can't believe how cheap the fucking houses are here you can't keep them out it's like there's a reason why we have it this way yeah don't come here and fuck Fuck it up it up yes remember why you left yes fuck tards yeah anyway this this clip keeps on going we'll see if there's anything relevant official whose pay is withheld for doing the right thing we will have that pay restored by the federal government 100 percent I promise you, I will have your back. Oh, Jesus. Well, good news, guys. The federal government has... They got our back. They got our back. Um, mm-hmm. And they seem to think that they can just do whatever the fuck they want with money. Uh, not sure if he understands where the fuck that money comes from, but, you know. Of course not. Yeah, anyway. They don't care. So, he's just basically... We're in this together, man. Throwing <clears throat> shit all across these states. There's one more clip. We'll go ahead and play now, because we're getting a little long. Today... Tonight, I'm announcing that the Transportation Safety Administration, the TSA, will double the fines on travelers that refuse to mask. If you break the rules, be prepared to pay. And by the way, show some respect. (laughs) (laughs) Show some respect, you fucker. Okay, Dad. Sorry. Okay, well, first of all, I'm sorry, but I just got done watching all this 9-11 shit. I thought the TSA was to keep terrorists from flying planes into buildings. I didn't know that they were... No, they're there to fine you for not wearing a mask. What? Yeah, you didn't know that? Man, I guess they really are stopping terrorism. Oh, you're so yesterday. God. I didn't know that a government program could get hijacked to end up doing whatever the fucking administration wanted to do. Well, you know, they need money. They need your money, man. I mean, anti-vaxxers are terrorists. I mean, I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, of course. On this podcast. Oh, yeah. 
So yeah, it was just funny. <laughs> Show some respect. Show some respect. And then finally, fuck. I think this is the last clip. Before I close, <laughs> let me say this. Communities of color are disproportionately impacted by this virus. There's that word. And as we continue to battle COVID-19, we will ensure that equity continues to be at the center of our response. Uh, Let's agree to one thing. Okay. No more oh. communities of color. <laughs> that, no, that could be no, taken. No, no, no. no the, I'm just, the way you didn't I'm not, mean it. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying what it. What do the you want to do about it. that? Doug? No, oh, no. we need to clip that. Uh, the, the, those three What's your words, final solution? Doug? Those three words, community. <laughs> those three words, community of color, divide. It's just another. Oh, you're just talking about words. Yes, oh, I'm God just talking about wordplay. I was getting you excited know, over here. Kind of like, kind of like a Rona in his tates, but uh, <laughs> it's wordplay. But yeah, communities of color. It is more divisive than anything, and they use that communities of color tagline uh-huh. in every fucking speech that they do. Communities of color are communities of Americans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're, they're not that they, they, they should they be might highlighted be a, because they're not white. Though. Well, but that's what that's my point. <laughs> that's the division right there. You yeah. know, every time they say communities of color, they're dividing that segment. And the reason they're saying it is because communities of color are saying fuck you joe yeah they're saying fuck you joe with a heart on and the reason they're doing that is because they know how bad the government has fucked them yeah Yeah. and they realize that this vaccine shit is just another way for the government to fuck them you know it's funny you say that i got a i got another example from that lady we heard from earlier uh who was railing about abortions that has she also saw joe biden uh, give his little speech, and uh, here's her response. Fool talking about my patience is wearing thin. Who the fuck you talking to? <laughs> as long as your patience don't get as thin as that hairline, I think we'll be all right. I am not your child. <laughs> you, and I'm showing sure up, ain't your bitch. You talking about your patience is wearing thin? These people have law. They act like they. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying like they paying your bills and dicking you down. You got to watch you fool. I saw that little clip. I said, "Oh, he's crazy. He, he really think he, he he really think I'm his hoe. My patience is wearing thin. I need you to get out on that boulevard and bring me my money. You ain't my pimp, nigga. Don't with these people. He really said that shit out of his mouth. But our patience is wearing thin. You ball him. See, see, see. I'm trying. I thank God. See, that's Danny calling me right now, trying to save, trying to save my mouth." Dude, I love fire her. fucking Trevor Noah. Dude, I put wanna, her on the Daily Show dude, now. I, I want to vote for her for fucking some, oh. some office, some office somewhere. She's my new favorite Twitter follow. Dude, she's 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 dead on it. You know, there, there's my there's my proof right there. Yeah. The communities of color don't like you, Jeff. Yeah. So he he addressed it, and so I found somebody in the in that community, and well, that's their take. Don't you enjoy, though, that the government sits there most of the time and, you know, anybody else, it's like, don't be fucking stupid and get the vaccine. But when they're talking to the black community, it's like, 
We understand the trust is thin. Yeah. It's just very, it's very almost like, you know, yeah. walking on the, on the other side of the street. Well, yeah. You, yeah. Say, yeah. you know, see someone We coming. understand you've, uh, you've have reason to doubt us. Yeah, and, well, uh, and, and here's a very recent reason to doubt what the fuck he's saying. Here's a little clip of old buddy Joe uh, as he was president-elect. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. It's like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. Good God, oh, Joe. Make wow. up your mind, man. Hmm. Wow. It's Come almost, on, guy. It's almost like he said the complete opposite for 30 minutes. Of what he just said, yes. And basically, in that speech he gave, he also said, like, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? And because there's 80 million people out there that haven't gotten vaccinated, well, I got to step in. Well, isn't that funny? It's almost like what you ran on is the complete opposite of what you're doing. Right. It's almost like a trend yeah. that we see every president What's do. scary, though, is there's only 80 million. There's 340 million people in this country, man. Well, he said uh, earlier in his speech that there's been 200 million people at least get one shot, one dose of the shot, which I don't even know why he's touting that, because what that means is that a lot of people thought they were doing the right thing, got one version or, or one dose of it, and then stopped when they found out, oh, I got to keep doing this bullshit? Yeah, right. How about yeah. y'all get this shit under wraps because I'm willing to work with you, but I ain't getting fucking two, three, four, five, you know. Yeah. It, it's going gonna, it's gonna to end up being like, you know, if you ever had friends that have kids and you ask them like, uh, hey, so how old's, uh, how, old's the, how old's your kid? I haven't seen you in a while. Oh, they're 36 months. It's like, oh, you mean three? They're they're three. Yeah, they're three you, years. They're old. three yeah. years fucking old. Yeah. They're eighteen Pe- months. People oh, are going to be a like, year and a half. people in the future are going to tell stories. It's like, oh, when I was getting my eighth booster shot. You mean like, oh, so twenty twenty five? In twenty twenty five, when you were forty five, you were doing that. <laughs> oh well, you know, time changes so quickly. God, I still can remember my second booster shot. I just wish, <laughs> I just wish time would have frozen then. It was just such a different time. You got if you don't pay attention, you can skip right through, and before you know it. You know, I don't know. It's I think there's a there's people that are obsessed with this idea of, you know, oh, well, I'm going to be on my fifth shot. Oh, you're only on your third. Like I had a buddy of mine, a listener of the show, um, called me up and said, yep, I got the shot. Didn't want to, but I saw the direction everything's going in. I figure I'm going to end up having to at some point. He has contracts with government buildings and he was just like, I knew it was coming. So I just went ahead and fucking did it. And he's like, I didn't want to. I did not want to. I'm not scared of this. I don't think I'm going to kill anybody with it. I don't think I'm going to die from it. Um, He said, you know what the fucking crazy thing is? He was like, when I went to go get my first shot, the people in the clinic were fucking giving them shit. Like making fun of them. Because this was like in August. And he goes in, he scheduled his appointment, came in. They were like, oh, so uh, is, this your, is this your third or uh, are you here for the booster? He was like, no, first, first round. I haven't had any shots. And they were like, what took you so long? Like, are you serious? You're I would have walked the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. I would have walked the fuck out right then. I'd have, I'd have said, fuck you and your vaccine and lick my sack. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. And, and he was I like, hope you fall off your high horse. Yeah. He was like, not for nothing, but I'm here now. Yeah. And they were like, well, yeah, I mean, we'll give it to you, but dude, you should have been in here months ago. Yeah, I'd have said, fuck you. And But that's the that's what I'm saying. There's people that are so like, they just wrap themselves in a, 
vaccine blanket and they it's their safe it's their binky oh i'd have been furious oh dude when he told me that i was like yeah i don't think i'm gonna schedule mine anytime soon (laughs) again you're not doing a good you're you're, you have bad stewards carrying out the you know the messaging on this you got you got really bad people out there that should not be in a pr role right like you you could have propagandized me a little bit better. You did a real shit job. And now coming out saying my patience is wearing thin, I echo yeah. what that woman said. I'm on team her. Yes. And I'll be I'll be looking for posts from her for uh here on out. <laughs> yes. She might that. be a she might be a permanent yeah, uh, uh staple on this show. Yes. But uh well Ked that's about all I got for you this week. We yeah. should uh, we should actually message her and see if she wants to be on the podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah. That'd be fucking great. She's got like eleven or 12,000 Twitter followers. Oh, that'd be great, man. I, I just screen grab stuff like and send it to me, so I, I'll, I'll, I'll look up her name. I think it's Megan something. I think her show is like Megan Talks. Right. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Hope uh, it wasn't too depressing. Hmm? Yeah. Uh, Stay yeah. strong, you fags. <laughs> and with that we're out do you hear that